Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When it comes to service, Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventive maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your truck repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that fit your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with Rush Truck Center Service Department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your nearest location. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. Hey guys, welcome back to Inside the Five. It's Will. And it's Griff. In this episode, we're going to talk about some MLB news heading into today, some NBA news, college football from Saturday and this weekend, and week eight of the NFL season. Yes, sir. Let's get right into it. 67 points. I want to do that. I want to have a 20 year old just absolutely pimping. Like, like, like baseball is back. I'm serious. Back. I want a young, fun team. If we're going to be bad, we might as well be young and bat flip and get in trouble. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'd rather see a bat flip and we lose the game and a bat flip when we win the game. Like, it's yeah. just we don't have – I mean, I, like, it's tough. We Losing bets and obviously seeing him win this year is tough, but it's whatever. Honestly, I was so, like, mad about it. And when we were making predictions, I kept picking against the Dodgers. But then I realized I have literally no beef with the Dodgers. And, like, I'm actually kind of happy that Mookie's not here because he'd just be wasting his career away. Pretty much, because he'd have to use those three years, potentially, that we're predicting for um, our, like, down, downturn and, yeah, whatever that time span will be. But I have nothing against the Dodgers. I mean, not a Dodgers fan, but, I mean, it's good for him that he won. No, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean. He's got that ring. Yeah. Um, but I'd say let's hop into some MLB news. Uh-huh. Uh, we got a hiring, A.J. Hinch, former Astros manager, coming off of the ban uh, this week, actually. The ban just finished. Not ban, or suspension, whatever we want to call it. Uh-huh. As a new Detroit Tigers manager. So he, I believe he's the first out of the suspension to come back and have a job. Have a job. He, he kind of got it right away. Um, the Detroit Tigers are kind of like a team. Ever since Verlander gone, 
and Cabrera just like stopped being good, you kind of just like don't even know their team. They're like, who, who they're like not really that good. The NFL? They're like the Colts or the Lions. They're the Lions. The Tigers are the Lions. Just Detroit, like, because like they, even they, like, when make the even playoffs when every decent, couple, like they made the playoffs like for a long stretch of time when they had Verlander, kind of similar no one to even when knew. The, when the Lions made the playoffs a couple of years in a row, they had a good they had a couple of good seasons, and then they like turned things around a little bit, and then they lost. It's and then you the don't even thing. know that they're like a professional sports team. You're like, oh yeah, the Tigers. They were like cool at one point. Yeah, it's kind of. Interesting. I heard potentially they're going to blow up the office, though. So he's going to find new people to hire around him and kind of rebuild. Including, like, the general manager and all, like, everything or just the assistants? I think just assistants and coaching staff. Okay. Because that's usually that's usually what a manager does. They they have, like, their kind of click that they bring around. Yeah. They have connections. So. But, like, coming off a suspension like that, I don't even know how he would have connections to, like, bring I don't in. Because, like, you know – how say in like football when who was hired most recently uh ron rivera with washington mm-hmm. he brought his coaches with him that's like what every sport does but like yeah i feel like all the astros coaches are like gone now so it, that'll be interesting to see how that pans out for aj Hinch and the tigers they might i mean he's a good coach he obviously yeah. built a good team around him so it's going to be interesting to see what he can do in Detroit. Hopefully he can do something, revive that franchise. They need it. My, my guess is they're probably going to bring up all their farm leaguers. Oh, so they can be young like, and exciting? Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, personally, I, yeah. that makes that makes sense. If they have, like, at least a couple of good players just sitting there, might as well uh-huh. just take them if they need to rebuild. Just give them some experience. Yeah. And if they play well, yeah. like try to find someone like a potential star if they have any in their farm system. I don't like know if they have anyone, but yeah, I'm not like a Detroit Tigers AAA scout. Yeah, <laughs> like that. No, be... I, I wouldn't know either. That would be insane. Yeah. Imagine if we knew. Imagine how awesome it would be if we knew farm leaguers. Like, be like, oh, Tigers have a 19, like a 14 year old kid from the dominican republic playing single they're like right they're like they're like scouting him anyone like that would be cool like just like even even not even for like other teams but for us like if we knew who was like really in our deep in our farm season yeah. farm system like that'd be like to you know, be excited you know what we're gonna do will you know what we're gonna do next tuesday's episode guys me and will are gonna find a farm leaguer in the red Sox in the red Sox like farm league and that is going to be our guy. We have Tim Stutzel in the NHL. Who do we have in the NBA? I feel like we picked someone. I don't think we picked someone yet. I think we should say that for when they start up again because yeah, we have to think true. about free agency and stuff like that. But the MLB, yeah. it's coming. We'll, we'll We're going to find, find someone. We're going to find our guy. We'll, we'll find someone. But continuing right along with our MLB news, uh, the Pirates declined Chris Archer's option, which is very big news because he is a big star. He is so good that uh, the the option was $11 million. I don't know if that option was to extend for this current season. I don't believe so. So I think he's still on his contract for the end of this season, or that makes him a free agent currently. I don't believe that's the case, though. Well, you know where Chris Archer was before he was in Pittsburgh, right? Um, 
I keep forgetting. Uh, he was in Tampa. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Maybe we could see Tampa absolutely building and becoming a super team. I mean, they need him back. Honestly, like that's their only weakness was their bullpen. After he was like, there like early in his career, but still, like you, you never know. Maybe he's like, yeah. oh, I loved Tampa when I was there. Maybe he hasn't maybe been he there since like with the Red Sox, but or maybe. <laughs> Oh wait, Loki. He hasn't been there since 2017. So, but like maybe who knows? People. I heard the weather during the summer is great in Boston. It's just exactly. not great in the winter. That's why Mookie left. Yeah, but makes no sense because we don't play in the winter. Basically, we don't play in the winter. You don't happen. have to be here in the winter, Mookie. Yeah, like you make plenty of money. You could do whatever you want. Yeah, don't don't you can go anywhere. Don't even yeah. get started with Mookie leaving. Roll right in. We're gonna roll right through these news. These newses, <laughs> we'll call it newses. Uh, JT Real Mudo and Trevor Bauer are the top free agents this year. Trevor Bauer is what makes pitchers exciting, exactly. I remember that time agree. like two seasons ago where Trevor Bauer was getting he was about to get pulled, and he got so pissed that he just threw the baseball out of the stadium. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Launched oh it out God. of the stadium one time, he launched it into center field. Um, he yells at umps. He yells at other players. Um, he doesn't care. He talks a lot, but that's what you need in baseball. Because you have like, if you think about it, dude, you have so much of that in the NFL and in the NBA. So much like trash talking, and it doesn't really come in the MLB. And that's why young people don't enjoy it because they want to see the, something exciting. The only trash talking that happens is like the players and the fans. Like if you sit like behind the plate. Like mm-hmm. on near the on deck circles, all you hear is clips. Like mainly Bryce Harper, always Bryce Harper and Manny yeah, Machado. It's, yeah, it's always them too, which makes sense. Um, yeah, also JT. Yeah, also JT, probably one of the best catchers, if not the best catcher in the league, right now. Ooh. So wherever he goes will be very interesting. I mean, just mainly because we're Sox guys, we don't really need a catcher, but I mean. He's but, probably better um, than what we have. We need but, a catcher. But not, yeah, now we you. need a catcher. I don't think we have the money to pay him, I believe. I was looking at the report about him. We're either not in the money to pay him or we because we already have a catcher that we probably wouldn't be looking to sign someone like that. How would we not have money, though? Who are we paying? Sale? Sale? Um, I think Is that's Bogart's really... Getting- yeah, he definitely is because he he has um awards supporting his bag. Oh, that's stupid. He has Golden Glove, I believe, uh, a couple of years ago. He won it. Oh, is that 2018? Yeah, I think when we won the World Series. Nice. That won't happen. You know what, Will? We're, that memory came along. out a year ago. Oh, a that we were, at, we were at the parade? Yeah, we are at the parade. You know, well, Shout out I'm the gonna, Sox for being I'm a real I'm going to bounce into the next topic since 2018 was the last time we won a World Series. Um, and this is this involves Mookie Betts. Is Mookie Betts Babe Ruth? Are we not going to win a World Series for the next, like, 80-something years? Dude, that'd be so sad. Are we in the We're, like, falling apart. We're literally falling apart as a city you know? right now. As a well, city. We need help. We need a, lot. a baseball team. We need 
I don't really care about this, but we need an NFL team because you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We That's need not your center uh, for our basketball team. So Aaron Baines, come back. We miss you. Um, and Pat Connaughton, Aaron Baines. On center. Uh, for our NHL team, honestly, dude, I think it's time. I know. I know he was awarded best goalie in the league. I don't think Tuka should be on the team after after what he did to us. No, right? Like we don't even need to blow up the team. Like we're good. We're just we're, we we lost our opportunity again, again. <laughs> we always That's, do. We always lose our opportunity in the Stanley Cup, except for 2011. That's crazy that we haven't won since 2011. You know what sucks, Will? What like? Since you're a Patriots fan, you're fine. But, like, other than 2018, I haven't had my team win in, like, six or seven years, which is still not a long time compared to, say, someone listening in, like, Tampa Bay. Oh, wait, did Tampa Bay just win? They just won a Stanley Cup. All right, so, like, two months ago, Tampa Bay or, like, Detroit. (laughs) Like the Lions. bad. But the Browns. Like, you think about it, coming from my standpoint, all my friends are Patriots fans, and they win every year. And I'm just sitting here like, well, yeah, the Sox won in 2018 and in 2013, and the Bruins won in 2011, and then the Celtics won in 08. But that's about it in my life. And 04 yeah. and 07, but like, I don't really remember that. Like, When's the last time the Pats won a Super Bowl? Two years ago? Yeah, because last year was KC. Yeah, because Rams was two years ago. Yep. And that's a long time for you. Technically, yeah. My team hasn't won a Super Bowl in like seven years. All right, let's get right into the NBA news. And yeah, uh, we have a lot of interesting stuff going on within the NBA right now. Um, It kind of going good, going bad. We don't really quite know. But big news is CBA. Um, Adam Silver said the CBA is not looking too good, which also means possibly no December start. But there's also things that could mean it could start in December as uh, the January start would be a huge loss for the NBA in terms of money. I believe that number is $1 billion. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that a is lot. a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And they need to sign that CBA. They don't have much time. And a pre 2021 start is still definitely hopeful because that CBA needs to get signed for them to do pretty much anything. So that's, 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 that's not looking good. Yeah. It's kind of, I hope they start pre 2021 just for the sake of us having basketball. Cause I love watching basketball. It was fun Agreed. while they were in the bubble, but it also makes sense. There's not a whole lot of time because draft is November 18th. Very soon. What is that? 16 days? Yeah, good math, William. Yeah, 16 days. So that, so that CBA that is our, signed. That is part of our off-season news. Well, if it's okay with you, I want to break down our free agents. Our yeah, go ahead. very notable three free agents. I'm going to lead it off. Um, I'd say for me, we have four, a list of four right now. Fred Van Vliet. Goran Dragic, Brandon Ingram, 
Bogdan Bogdanovich. Will I'm gonna I'm gonna rank them from one to four, and then you're gonna tell me how my rating was, okay? <laughs> so at number one, I have Brandon Ingram. He's young, he's tall, he looks like Wiz Khalifa, he can shoot, he kind of blocks sometimes because he's tall. He's skinny, but he's kind of getting big because he's been lifting. I like him. Will, do you think that's a good number one? Um, I was going to say for – we can – if you want, we can go back and yeah. forth kind of. Um, I definitely think he's my number one, if not like two. Like he's definitely – out of the four, he's in the top one or two mm-hmm. out of the free agents. Um, You're going to be surprised by where I put this person because I think he might be your one or two. But I'm not going to say him because he's not going to be there. My number two is Bogdan Bogdanovich. I don't know yeah. why. I really like the way he plays. He shoots. Uh, my list, even though this is not true, I just think it's funny because he looks like he's very unathletic. I said fat, white, shoots threes. But he's not fat. He is white, and he does shoot threes. I, I actually really like Bogdan Bogdanovich. He actually has decent defense. He was, he's on the Kings, right? The Bogdanovich yes, on, the he is on the Kings. Okay. Yes. I'm talking about the right one. I mean, they all shoot. I think there's like three <laughs> Bogdanoviches or two. There's two. My fault. There's, there's Bohan there's and there's like Bogdan. So many. And they both shoot and they're both small forwards. This guy is six six. He could move. He can actually move. I like him a lot. And I want to see him on the Celtics. I I do too. And I was actually gonna say the same thing. I, like he would be a, he would be a good fit for the Celtics as another shooter, kind of like how we were talking about during the finals, how having like almost like a Duncan Robinson kind of build would help us. He's like a Just, Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Um, he's also in my same spot. Uh, do you want me to go through the last two really quick? Yeah. Um, so in almost the same order, I kind of had Brandon Ingram and Bogdanovich kind of interchanging at one and two as probably the top okay. free agents. Okay. Unlike most people who think Fred Van Fleet is the top exactly. free agent. I thought, I thought he was going to be at your number one. Or number See, two. My, That's why my I... issue. My issue is Fred Van Fleet is he's going to get the bag. He's going to get paid a lot of money, and mm-hmm. I think he's a system point guard. And I'm not gonna. And I don't want to like bash him too hard because I think he's actually a really good player. And right. He's done a lot of good things for the Raptors, as you can see during our series. Obviously, that last three pointer he took at the end of the season this year was probably not the best shot ever, but <laughs> kept them in a lot of the games. Like him and Lowry can are like unconscious from three when they're clicking. It's ridiculous. But my only issue is I just think he's going to get paid a lot of money. And I don't think he necessarily deserves to get that much right off the bat. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start a journey. Not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. 
Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tret Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Now, he, he surprised me because he was averaging like 20-something, like high 20s. And when he came back to the bubble and even in the regular season before the NBA had a stoppage. So he was like kind of bugging out. But I don't know why. I don't like how he's only six feet tall and he doesn't have the athleticism, say, as a Kemba Walker or Kyrie Irving. He's kind of like a big six foot tall. He's like, yeah, he's like a Kyle Lowry, which is why he worked well so well in Toronto, because they know how to work with that kind of point guard. So I agree with you there. I think he might be a system point guard. It's kind of how Terry Rozier bugged out with the Celtics and got a bag in Charlotte. I think that might – it might be the same thing. I think Fred Van Vliet's going to do a little better than Terry Rozier wherever he goes. So. No, I, I agree. I don't think Terry – I don't have Terry Rozier. I don't think um, Van Vliet's going to be bad wherever he goes. I just don't think you'll see the same Raptor point guard you saw. Like, right. immediately. I agree. It might take him a couple of years to get adjusted. So, he's probably going to sign a hefty contract, but in terms of length as well, I think. I think he'll get like a four or five year deal. Yeah, I agree. I I think it could be like they depending on who signs him or who needs him, it could be almost like a five or six, depending on where he goes. Yeah, it's kind of pushing it, but but like like from what we've seen and what other teams have probably seen, that his skill is kind of like you don't want to pass that up for someone who's been in the league already, uh, has that experience, right? And then. Goran Dragic, I think he's probably going to end up signing back. Like I think I he'll sign back for a year or two. He's just old. Yeah, and that that's injury, the only re- that's the only the reason why he's at the four. Exactly, and the, the injury is going to haunt him. He's had a yeah. couple injuries while in the bubble, and he's like thirty four, which is young in MOB years, old in NBA years, and mm-hmm. barely a thing in NFL years. Yeah, um, but some some notable news. Something more for the fans' perspective, especially me and you. We both have a jersey collection. We love our jerseys. New City Edition jerseys. Oh, right. Yeah. I think um, we've had how many released? 11? 10? So we had, we had the Nets. We had the Nets ones come out. We saw those. Okay. We talked about we those like a few those. episodes ago. Their court came out. It's pretty dope. It looks sick. Yep. That's like cool. to see that. I say we kick it off with the ones that came out today, the day of the recording. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start off. Well, are we on the same website? You know what I website I'm talking so. about? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So the top one's the Bulls. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to kick it off with the Bulls. Well, we're going to go, like, back and forth describing what the jerseys look like. So, say, the next one, you'll describe in detail what it looks like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Ready for this in-depth description? Next one's going to be really hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> the Chicago Bulls have moved away from their light blue Chicago flag-inspired designs of the past few seasons. And they will instead focus on the iconic Chicago theater for its city edition. We got a nice black slick jersey with the bottom left having a saying saying no little plans. Uh, The jersey lettering kind of has the lettering that you would see outside of a theater. And it says Chicago Mm -hmm. 
in blue or not blue, red and gold. Sorry, I'm colorblind. <laughs> uh black jersey, yellow stripes, yellow and red lettering, cool design on the sides. I give it a seven point three out of ten. Well, what's your rating? Um, I'm gonna go with the seven. It's definitely a solid seven. Um, okay. Maybe if they get any cool signings or something like that. Like I would definitely like I'm interested. Like I that wouldn't say one of my jerseys I, I would like that. to get. But like I, I would could. I wouldn't I like the colors, I like design. I think the if they had some theater cool. thing. Yeah. I mean Zach Levine's pretty cool, but I don't know if I would really want to like spend my money on a Zach Levine jersey. No offense to Zach Levine. Just right. I'm not a Bulls fan, so that doesn't like help me. Exactly. <laughs> um I like the 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 lettering. This, with the number two i think the theater design is pretty dope i like i, I like, like that a lot i like That's it a my lot favorite, my favorite part of the jersey uh hopefully you guys see these and if you don't look them up so you can kind of go along with us um i my favorite part of the jersey is the side there's like a different type of striping it's like a bunch of diamonds on the side yeah. it's, it's like it's, it's very like cool. abstract i guess um moving on i agree i'm i'm in i'm enjoying that jersey so far we got let's let's hear um, the in-depth description so we have um what pistons jerseys this year yes detroit pistons we have um another motor city design um the bottom tag right right before your the nike logo and stuff like that it's engineered by so-and-so whatever and the number says powered by pistons Ooh, i like that that's which is pretty cool um if you guys know anything from last year seeing the pistons motor city jerseys pretty much the same exact design the classic (laughs) the classic white blue and red uh red collar blue jerseys we got black stripes going down on the side panels red stripes in the front and then the circle logo with the gray numbers outlined in red okay um my rating six i'd say 5.7 there's yeah yeah, there's just nothing special about it it's not like chicago's kind of boring. chicago yeah it's kind of boring it honestly looks like a normal jersey to them um but moving on we have the los angeles clippers um, not much to describe this jersey. If you guys know last year's City Edition jerseys, it's the same thing but in black. But I will still give a rundown. So it's a little switch from white to black for the jersey this year for the Clippers. Uh, it may be boring, but it's a decent, solid design. Uh, jersey is black and white with a single red stripe on the right arm and a blue one on the left arm to tie in the club's usual color scheme, obviously, instead of just having a black and white. They have the old Los Angeles lettering that they had last year. Um, and their bottom saying is non-existent. It just says LA Clippers. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to go right away and say this is a 4.2. Honestly, I'm going zero. There was no effort involved in this wow. jersey at all. They just copied really and pasted it. Takes. They just wow. copied and pasted last year. I, I believe this was four. <laughs> like... Nah, I'm being a little too harsh, maybe like a two, but <laughs> uh, it was just copy and pasted. Like, yeah, no, I don't know. it's the, yeah, the city, boring. the city edition jerseys, at least it, like at least for 
the the Pistons, it was almost the same thing as last year, but a little bit different. I forgot to mention mm-hmm. they added Detroit, Michigan underneath before it was just yeah. Boulder City, and then it said Detroit Pistons underneath it. I believe could be wrong there, but like this is literally identical. If not, I swear they wore this jersey last year. They wore like, it. I swear they did. White. They wore it, but in white. They just changed it to black. Yeah. yeah. Um, you are so next... lucky that you get to explain this next one. Uh, we don't know if yes. this is the so, actual one, but uh, we've we've seen multiple of the Miami Heat jerseys. In my opinion, probably have the best city jerseys. Usually, every single year of all time. Like I have the one from last year, the blue ones. Those ones are fire. They had pink ones the year before, I believe. Black. Those ones are fire. And black, I think the same year, if not the year before that, all mm-hmm. fire. We got a new one this year. So I want to break down the one that I'm looking at right now, and I'll break down the other one that I saw earlier today. Uh-huh. So we have a great we have a gradient, a mix from the past three years. So Ooh. on your right hand side, you have the vice pink. In the middle, it blends in with the pink and white. And then on the left-hand side, the white blends in with that vice blue. And then the straps and the collar, well, the arm straps and the collar are black. And the numbers are shaded black, and they're hollow with the vice colors in it. So pretty interesting there. Um, The other (laughs) one that I saw was striped going. So it was was all white jersey, and then it was the vice colors, the same ones I just said. Yep. Following uh, like a fade or gradient down with, um, with I believe, a same thing, kind of like the gradient logo design. Interesting. Um, um, I would say these might not be the best ones they've had so far, but I say maybe like an eight. I'm going to give it an 8.2. You know, I was exactly, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say 8.2 as well. Um, let's see what we got next. Uh, real quick interruption, shout out trailblazers. They have a new court. It's kind of fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have seven new, seven other NBA jerseys. Will if you scroll down, the article will be right there on the bottom left. Hopefully you saw it. Um, yep. Perfect. So we are going to start off the San Antonio Spurs. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful Jersey. Let's go. We're I'm excited. Lucky. Um, a refreshing update. This is this is the description, the quick little brief description. A refreshing update for the San Antonio Spurs, who had stuck to a rather boring silver and gray camouflage design in previous years. A splash of color this year breathes life into otherwise unexciting uniform set. <laughs> Agreed. So Agreed. We have them throwing it back to the late nineties. Their fiesta, their fiesta era. We have a simple black jersey with a stripe of, I might have to say, Coastal Carolina teal, <laughs> pink, and orange going through diagonally through the jersey. Above those stripes says San Antonio in a beautiful new font, and below it has the number. At the bottom, they don't have a saying. They have a nice, sleek little pattern. It's black, but it has a splash of color, and I think I love it like the fiesta pattern i'm gonna say i love these jerseys i'm gonna, I'm gonna say give it a nine. Before, oh you're right you're right you're right you're right i'm gonna give it a 9.4 it's high um, on my list this one is probably gonna be one of the ones i'm looking to probably snag before they usually sell out this year 
whoever it might be. I think these jerseys might be the DeMar. best one so far. I want a DeMar DeRozan jersey. That'd be a cool jersey. He Who, might get uh, might, might get a Lonnie Walker. That's cool. That's cool. He's cool. That's a good pick. Um, my, my number, I think I'm going to go a little higher. I think so far as the ones that we've seen, potentially, I think this might be like a 9.7 this year. These might be the Whoa. best ones so far. We still haven't seen Atlanta yet. So Atlanta, Atlanta usually comes with some fire jerseys. Sometimes. Oh, oh no, we've seen Atlanta's. Too. We've seen Atlanta's. We have? You haven't? I have not seen Atlanta's. All right. Well, that's awkward. That's yeah, that's a little awkward there. I haven't seen Atlanta's New Jersey's. Is it still Peachtree this year? No, it's MLK. Oh, I never think. mind. I lied. I did see those. Yes, <laughs> I, I did. I did see those. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, so. we'll run through next jersey. We got Raptors. <laughs> this is um, your, your turn. We got Raptors jerseys. Um, if you know anything about Toronto, you know Drake. Drake. This is his pretty much. This is we can call these OVO. the OVO jersey. OVO jerseys, sleek black and gold design. We have the old school Toronto font, like the Raptor font that we all mm-hmm. that you all know, in gold. And then that like usually most of the city jerseys have that like little patch on the bottom that says something. It says "Welcome Toronto," which is pretty cool. Okay. Um, pretty much I'd say a pretty I'd say average, but a very average. Very average. I like these ones. They're clean. They look good. They're not as high as I would say the Spurs ones are. I'm going to go uh, well, yeah. a 7, 8. I'm going to go 6.2. I, I think that there is like a lot more room to work with on this jersey that they just didn't do. Literally, literally I don't know if I want to see purple on the jersey, but I think I want to see purple on the jersey. I don't like having like two colors. The OVO. I don't like having two colors. You know, I no. I want the OVO like kind of like how they like should put collab. OVO on this the is, side, yeah. on the side. That would be four. What I the think owl? Me and Will should design jerseys. Hundred percent. Me and Will. Me and Will are gonna go on two K. We're gonna design jerseys. We're gonna put them out on social media, and we're gonna have our followers vote and see who wins. Exactly. We'll cover that in an episode whenever we get to that. <laughs> Uh, Griff, you have the best team in the league coming up next. I okay, believe. so the best team in the league is the New York Knicks. Um, <laughs> so we got a... They put a show on, I'd say. All right, so close your eyes. Close your okay. eyes as I describe this. Everybody listening, close your eyes. We have, just picture an all-black jersey, right? All black, nothing. And then picture the sides. As you're going up, orange, orange, orange. Wait, no, gradient. Blue, bang. Nice pop. Nice pop of color. They have nothing at the bottom of the jersey. No saying, no nothing. Because you know where they have their saying? Right smack dab in the middle of the jersey. Around the number. They have a saying around the number. They say New York Knicks in a circle, in a circle. And then after New York Knicks, that takes up half of the circle. The second half of the circle says, City Never Sleeps. And that color of the font, you may ask, if you have not seen this jersey, it, it's also a gradient. It goes from blue to orange to white back to blue. Full rotation. Very, very interesting design. 
But my favorite part of the jersey, Will, is in the top right corner at the Nike swoosh logo, it says NYC behind the swoosh. I don't know why I really like this jersey. I do too. I like everything about this jersey. I think this might be the most exciting thing about the Knicks this year. They did not miss with this jersey. They missed with their players. Uh, They didn't miss with their coach, though. Shout out Tibbs. Um, Nope. I think RJ Barrett will be Beautiful jersey. No, I totally I'm gonna agree. Give this, I'm going to give this mm, 9.3. Not better than the Spurs for me. Uh, this one is not better than the Spurs for me. I'm going to go 8-9. Okay, that's respectable. I, just, um, I, I love the why. City just, Never Sleeps whole gradient thing. It just, I think this is, it's just honestly something I'd like to see. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see this in a game. I want to see what it looks like in game. I do too. Um, probably, do you want to just run through the rest of these like pretty quick? Most of these are they're all right. We got yeah, a couple like interesting decent. ones. If we have something yeah. cool, we'll break it down. Like yeah, this we, next we, one is boring. Yeah, the next one's pretty boring. We got the Milwaukee Bucks. We've already seen them in a little bit of blue this past year yeah, just we got totally them change their color scheme yeah the, they got their blue milwaukee blue which is actually their thing. blue yeah. is literally their thing so we'll see a blue and white jersey blue white and i think black is mixed in some mm-hmm. oh there's a little design on the back on the numbers i just realized that i think yeah it's i don't really know what that design it's like, yeah like something counter. like that uh dc uh, m- kind of missed again wait will we didn't rate it oh rate well that's uh Five three. I'll go six. Will be nice. Next, DC. I like it a lot. On the side, American flag, three stripes, are three stars: white stripe, red stripe, white stripe, red stripe, white stripe. They definitely hit the mark on the sides. The the front they failed. The front is gray. Kind of interesting. Um. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Shred Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. It just says DC and then the number. They they had a lot of potential with the sides. Uh, I'm going to give it a 6-2. Yeah, I'd uh, say a oh, 6. Now these. Hmm. Now these. So I've seen the blue and white Lakers jerseys and the white and blue ones. So white right. solid, then blue solid. I have the a blue Elgin solid. Baylor, the Elgin Baylor era. Yes. I They hit the mark on these ones. I they think hit. these will – I'll definitely – I might have to get one of these. You're going to call what, whatever, whatever colorway. Uh, these ones might be higher than the Spurs ones. I don't know what I rate the Spurs. I think I rate the Spurs 9-7. I'll go 9-6, so they're close. 
So yeah, do, we got they the have, white and the baby blue. Then I'm they got go, more, more series, Elgin Baylor. I'm going to go 9.2. They they hit they hit this was they definitely hit. a hit for the Lakers. Uh Warriors. Uh this is our last jersey, sadly. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh throwing it back to late nineties, early two thousands. Navy blue, yellow, and orange jersey. Switched it up honoring Oakland here. They uh put Oakland on the front of the jersey instead of Golden State or instead of Warriors. Uh kicking it back to the We Believe era. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Not much to just explain about this. Uh, clean design. I like how they're honoring Oakland, even though they're in San Francisco now. It's just like a nice thing to do. Eight, eight, six for me. I'm going to go eight, three clean design. A clay Thompson Jersey will probably be pretty cool. I don't think I'd get one yeah. of these, but I, I like, I, I would like to see on court. Like these are, these are fresh. I like the right. whole thing about it. All right, yeah, that, that was our that was our that jersey segment. Up. That was our jersey segment. We might have more on Thursday. Who knows who's gonna come out? I can't wait for the Celtics boring jersey. But moving yeah, on, but we moving have on. my Griffin's top three NCAA football games. Will, if it's all right with you, I'm just gonna go straight through NCAA football and then we'll get into NFL. Uh, right did you watch any NCAA right football? Because that's usually uh, me. I didn't really see any of it. I didn't like watch it, watch it, but I got the updates from All right. like Clemson. So BC. I got us. I got us. And we're going to kick it off with what Will just said. Number one, Clemson without Trevor Lawrence facing off against BC, Boston College. The Eagles went up early, went up early. I believe they were up 14-0 early. Uh, well, yeah, that yes. didn't last long. Clemson beats them 34-28. Boom. Next. <laughs> number three, Ohio State facing off against number 18, Penn State. Ohio State has 38 points in a victory. Fields has over 300 yards, four touchdowns. Maybe Heisman, maybe not. Boom. Next. Best team in the world. Number 20, Coastal Carolina. The Chanticleers facing up against Georgia State. Mm-hmm. Boom, 51 points on Georgia State's dome. Will, do you know how many Georgia State scored? Um, They dropped the goose egg. Zero points. Coastal Carolina, some may say, some being me, best team in college football. Okay. Whew. NFL week. NFL week eight. And if you don't mind, I think we should just run. I'm, I'm feeling it. Let's just run right through these trade deadline. We got trade deadline this week. I believe it's tomorrow is the final day. Yep. We got a lot. So we're just going to run right through these. So we're going to go right to the signings. We got Avery Williamson, trade to the Steelers. Great move, great move from good the Steelers. Move. Sadly, and Devin Bush is gone. But yep, good move. that's a good, good move from them. We have Quan Alexander, trade to the Saints. Another good move. Good move. Desmond King traded to the Titans. Good I wouldn't move. say it's it's definitely a good move. It'll Desmond King, aging Titans, win now. Good move. Exactly. Um, Kittle and Jimmy G. Uh, Kittle out eight weeks. Jimmy G out six weeks. And bad some notable news. moves. Bad, bad news right there. We have some notable news going around that David Njoku potentially on the block. John Ross, we already know he wants out. Kenny Stills, kind of new. Makes sense. He doesn't get a lot of play. He's not getting a lot of receptions, but eh. Marvin Jones makes sense. He hasn't done a lot this season. 
Evan Ingram and Golden Tate. I don't really know what the hell's going on with the Giants. I'm going to be honest right yeah, there. No, the Giants aren't even in the NFL anymore, so you don't have to worry about them. Yeah, I don't really know what else to say about the trade down line. I mean, David Njoku was a good tight end. He'd probably fit in in most places that need someone. Right. John Ross, I mean, personally, fast. if he comes to the – he's fast. I wouldn't mind him on the Pats. We need anything. We need anything. Okay, wait. I'm going to talk about two things for the trade deadline, and then I'm we're going to get into – Week eight, unless you have anything to say after this. So on the block, on the block is John Ross, Kenny Stills, Marvin Jones, potentially Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, and then a tight end in David Njoku. I think I, oh yeah. And Zach Ertz. I think two of these players need to be a new England Patriot by Sunday. I do too. If not every single one of these players, <laughs> if not every single one, because <laughs> dude, I saw, I saw the targets that Cam Newton had in like one of his number one targets was like Gunner, Olszewski, whatever the hell his name is. That's not yeah. a number one receiver. Nikki Leary is not a number one receiver. You know who might be for the Pats this year? Kenny Stills, Marvin Jones, Golden but- Tate, John Ross. Their, their tight ends, Izzo, no. They could have David and Joku in two days. Why not? Make a move. Make your moves. You Gilmore might be on the block. You don't know. Make a move. You need to do something. Like, you guys suck. The, like the defense will be fine without Stefan Gilmore. And I'm coming to say I'm coming to believe that because half of the players like declined out. Like I understand that's the, the excuse that every Pats fan has this year. And it, I mean it's it's just what it is. Like I'm not like that's at the end of the day, that's what it is. There's still a decent defense right now. Right. But if they can just get like they'll get John Ross for practically nothing because they didn't use him at all ever. Right. They, David yeah, and Joku. So they have like they have two of the best tight ends in the league already on the Browns. They don't even need him. Kenny Stills. They probably have to give something up to get him. So if they can get like Kenny Stills, John Ross, and Ninjoku, which is kind of unrealistic, but like boom, the offense is revamped right there. Maybe that even is- snag Marvin Jones instead of one of the two wide receivers that yeah, I just I like mentioned. <laughs> I mean, they might have better luck getting Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson they're instead aging. of because they're aging, so they might be able to steal. But at least one of the main guys that we mentioned would help anything. They need they need right. anything they can get right now. The Pats need at least one of those guys or maybe two of those guys to go over 500 this year. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I say let's get right into the games. Yeah, Interesting Sunday games this week. Um, I don't really have much to say about this Thursday night game. Me neither. I don't really remember. I don't remember a whole lot, but we'll say Falcons 25, Panthers 17. That's it. Boom. Falcons back. Boom. Boom. Uh, next Boom. up, uh, maybe upside of the week, Vikings. Uh, maybe. Vikings 28, Packers 22. Cook got – like, I thought Cook died in the first quarter and then just came back and had, like, 500 yards. Yeah, he just did – he literally got his to uh, – I couldn't believe it. Like, what – like – as I say every single week, uh, Red Zone was 99, if not 100% of what I watched. Yeah, I watched yesterday. I watched Red Zone during the 1 o'clock games. I watched the Seahawks during the 4 o'clock games because 4 o'clock games are kind of boring. Yeah, they usually are. It's just, it is what it is. Um, definitely, probably, if not upset of the week, Vikings. Wow. Oh. Sh- yeah. Shocked. Shocked. Shocked a lot of people today. Well, obviously yesterday, but waking up this morning, that's a big shock. Yeah, Cook Cook just played out of his mind. Dude, did you see him get hit? 
Yeah, he, that was. It looked like he died, and then yeah, he just came then... back like a play after and just torched him. I Moving know. on, I think this might actually be the upset of the the week. Uh, Bengals beating the Titans thirty-one to twenty. Burrow looked good. Titans did not look good. Uh, Will, do you know how T. Higgins did? Because I don't. I don't think he played that well. He might have. <laughs> yeah, I know you love T. Higgins. Um, as we said, this is probably the upset of the week. I'm gonna go with here. Yeah, I'm gonna have Bengals. To agree with you here. Putting it, putting some respect on the Bengals name. Joey B's not having uh, any of that. T T Higgins, um, nine targets. He had six receptions, seventy-eight yards, no touchdowns. His longest catch was for twenty-four yards, and he had five first downs. That's good. Well, he still played. He still got the job done for them. So that's awesome. I'm gonna Shout break down to the you. Chiefs Jets. Chiefs Jets game. They cover the spread. Chiefs 35, Jets 9, the fake punt, and then the touchdown to Tyree Kill afterwards. That's pretty much the highlights from that game. Yep. Moving on. Colts, Lions. Colts, 41. Lions, 21. Will, that's your lock of the week. I'll let you talk about it. Wait. I'll let you talk about it after I say I dropped Naheem Hines in fantasy. Bad move, but don't don't pick against Phillip Rivers. All right, Will, break down. 100%. Um, finally back on top, like to hear, like to see this, the only victory on Monday that so far I'm taking, hopefully in fantasy too, but <laughs> this lock of the week hit in good fashion. Colts are actually minus three where me and Griff officially are tied. Now we'll get to his lock of the week, but yep, we're both three it. and three on the season. Um, <sighs> game of the week. I want to say game of the week. Um, this Steelers Ravens should have been my lock of the week. Steelers beating the Ravens twenty eight to twenty four. That those numbers haunt me. Twenty eight to twenty four. I don't like to see those two numbers. All my Seahawks fans know. Um, Ravens were decent. Steelers are the best team in football. Will I would like to tell you a couple stats from this game, if that's okay with you? Yeah, let's hear it. Um, so as you would think, oh my goodness, Ben Roethlisberger probably went off today. He only had 182 yards. So you're like, oh, wait. So James Conner must have bugged today. Nope. He only had 47 yards. So where did the offense come from? You may be asking. The offense today came from the defense. They had two touchdowns. What we like to see. They had two touchdowns, Will. Two. The offense had three. Um, They had 10 QB hits, four sacks. 72 tackles, like, as a team today. And two interceptions, one was returned for a touchdown. It was just overall a great day to be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Lamar. exactly. Lamar, 13 for 28. Eh. They didn't get the run game going, which is hard to do against the Steelers. Kind of expected. Uh, they had multiple. Fumbles, and they lost two of them. So, it was yeah. – hey, it was just like it was a defensive battle. Even though the score was kind of high, it was a defensive battle. Quick, quick stat here. Um, four games so far uh, in Lamar Jackson's career that he's mm-hmm. had multiple turnover games. Two of those games were against the Steelers. Steelers Out of are the four. diffy. The Steelers are actually diffy. They are. Um their first touch on the game was a touchdown too, which I have their defense 
and they're still getting the job done against the good teams in this league. So that's what I like to see. It's a good defense to have. Moving on, though, we have – I don't even know if you want to call this an upset, but this was sadly my lock of the week, and I don't know why I picked it looking back. Um, and that is Dolphins-Rams. I picked the Rams. They were, like, minus four, and I was like, oh, they're the Rams. Tua's getting his first start. Welcome to the NFL, Tua. And Tua said, no, welcome to the NFL, you. And he <laughs> hit me. He hit me on Sunday as the Dolphins beat the Rams 28-17. to 17. Um, I'm going to break this down. Tua, Tungo Vailoa, went 12 for 22, had 93 yards with a touchdown. But once again, what really carried them was the defense. Yes. They, had a good they played out of their mind. Van Ginkle, I don't know why I don't like him. I just see him sometimes, and I'm like, I don't like him. But Van Ginkle had a touchdown on defense. Um, Jared Goff just looked awful. Yep, shout out Jared Goff uh, on Kevin's team this week. Negative four points going into halftime. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really – I was kind of confused this whole time. It Like, I don't know. The whole conversation pretty much from this game was, like, because Tua threw one touchdown, I believe, and that was, like, really, like, all he did. The defense kind of took the game. Right. But you kind of threw him under the gun against Aaron Donald in his first game, so – I expect to probably see more. He looked good after yeah, he figured I mean, everything it was his out. First week. It was his first game in a year. so Yeah, like I can't say too much about that. Um, I like to personally break this one down. Uh, this oh, yeah. game's, this game is this personal. Bills 24, Pats 21. Mm-hmm. Um, where I don't even know where to start. Um, one, I'm pretty upset at Josh Allen this week, even though the Pats defense is pretty good. He just mm. past couple of weeks, Josh Allen hasn't played well. He's on my fantasy team for anyone that does not know that. Um, Newton fumbled it at the end of the game. I was in shock at that exact moment. I was like, what, why would the QB run be the design play right then and there? I don't quite know. Um, well, we don't have wide receivers to throw the ball either. It's honestly just, a, it just summed up either. Yeah, we don't have anything if, uh, it, like, as or I said before, or a yeah. end. and and I just wanted to clear things up. It obviously people are like, uh, did Cam Newton lose it, or what's the deal here? Um, so throwback last season, Tom Brady. Everyone was like, oh, did Tom Brady like lose it? He's not throwing the ball. He's short arming passes. Uh, and then obviously we heard Stephen A. talk about this. Like, none of his wide receivers are good. They're all dropping balls. This shouldn't be happening. Pretty much the same thing is happening with Cam Newton. Like, he's short-arming passes and stuff like that. Because if I was him, I'd be afraid to throw picks. Yeah. Like, the the odds of one of our wide receivers, one of my wide receivers, I guess you would say, um, on the – on the not the Panthers, on the Patriots, like, of them tipping the ball because they couldn't catch the ball because the pass is just not good. It's all – it all adds up. That fear factor of literally just turning the game around based off of turnovers is there. And that was the same issue. Like, we see Tom Brady, like, what the heck's going on over in Tampa Bay? He's having an insane year. No one expected him to play, like, this well. So, I don't think Cam Newton is necessarily the problem until we see the actual issue with the wide receivers cleared up. I don't know if it's just the wide receivers. I think it might also be the offensive line and the fact that there's no possible run game that you guys could have. 
yeah, like that that just sets up play action and that's like a Pats offense. Yeah, a bad Pats offense. <laughs> but, but yeah, that there's not a whole lot to say. It's just a, it was honestly probably one of the worst games this week besides the Jets. Like it was just no, it wasn't like a good game to watch. Like it was kind the of Bills like, didn't even look good either. That's the thing. Yeah, which like, is I good because the Seahawks play the Bills next week. That yeah. When we get to our predictions, there we'll, we'll get. So there. yeah, moving on. We got the Wind Bowl. Uh, the Las Vegas are <laughs> are Las Vegas Raiders versus yes. the Cleveland Browns. We get the dub today. You know, Raiders fan pot Raiders. Uh, Patriots slash Seahawks slash Raiders slash Chargers podcast. Uh, we got the dub today. Uh, Josh Jacobs had 128 yards. He didn't score a tutty, but that's fine. 128 yards, we'll take it. Road to 1K. Um, bad game, but we won. Very windy. Missed kicks. Mm-hmm. Ball's going sideways. That's it. Just just wanted to say something about the Raiders. Um, they were the team I picked to win in my prediction. And it is still currently fall. And as I said, the last episode in the autumn wind, there is a Raider. There is a Raider. A Raider. Um, We have the saddest, the the inside the five saddest game of the week. I'm going to break this down, Will, and I'm not going to be as um, the same way that I talk. I'm not going to be the same, like up uplifting guy. This is inside the fives depressed game of the week uh from here on out i'm gonna do one game where it's just so sad because one of our teams lost and this is how i'm gonna break it down the broncos lost i mean oh no wait restart okay the chargers lost our beloved chargers fell to two and five today yesterday after a heartbreaking last second loss to the denver broncos drew lock danced at the end of the game that was cool but sad Justin Herbert had 278 yards. Uh, Keenan Allen threw a pass, but it was not complete. Um, nothing happened on the run game. Um, it was sad. I'm sad. Will sad. Last minute loss. Chargers podcast. We earned our bad this week. Bounce back. Not bolting up. Not bolting up this week. Unfortunately. Not bolting up. Herbert still played well. Should have started him this week on my fantasy team. He's probably going to get the start for me next week. But um, moving on, we are no longer impressed. Moving on, we're going on to um, a new content. We have the UFC coming in on the Saints-Bears game. Uh, Saints 26, (laughs) Bears 23. Um, The Octagon, right? The Octagon. We were in the Octagon uh, in the last game to finish in the 4 o'clock window. Will Lutz kicked the OT winner, and there was a fight. It was probably one of the weirdest fights I've seen, but so apparently, yeah. what happened was a Saints DB spat on, I believe, Allen Robinson, and like a fourth string wide receiver came in the next play, <laughs> and he wasn't even like being deed up by that DB. He had to walk over to him, pushed him, gracefully punched him in the helmet, and then punched him in the helmet again, and then they started wailing. It was just the most, like, interesting thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, he never did anything to you. You weren't even being guarded by him. You just walked over to him and started going off on him. Yeah, I I honestly, I laughed a little bit 
it was like the weirdest thing ever. He literally just like looked just over. So he, he looked over. He wasn't even looking at him. He sprinted over, ripped his mouth guard open, and then just literally just punched him. It was nuts. In, it was like in the mouth. But yeah, in the UFC on a closing four o'clock window, that is what we had our UFC game of the week. Um, <laughs> um let's see. What do we have next? Uh, oh, my I'll let game. you break this one down. Your game. Hey, guys. I'm happy now because you know why, Will? You know why I'm happy? Because the 49ers suck. Um, and they suck for a bad reason. I actually love George Kittle. Sadly, he is out for the next eight weeks. He won't be back to the playoffs. Technically, the people's tight end. If they make it back. I love George Kittle. I love everything about him. Sad to see him get hurt. I also love Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Seahawks came back. They bounced back. 37-27. DK, the next great receiver. Russell Wilson was cooking. Uh, Nick Mullins came in. He had two touchdowns. DJ Dallas had a touchdown. DK Metcalf had two of them with 161 yards. We're back. We're beating the Bills next week. We might never lose again when Jamal Adams comes back. Yeah, I mean, DK had a day. That's all. That's really all I have to say, pretty much. Unfortunate to see Jimmy G and Kittle out, the people's tight end. Nick Mullins isn't a bad QB. We've seen it. He's not that bad. So Jimmy it's just Garoppolo unfortunate. Needs to go back to the New England Patriots. I, I hope said so. It. I said it. <laughs> Everyone was like, Tom's a system QB. He's not. But Jimmy is. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, moving on. Sunday night game. I'm not going to bash too hard, but Gucci Danucci did not get the job done for Bang. the Cowboys. Um, Little bang. Actually, a decent takeaway from this game for the boys. Let's hear it. Uh, their defense actually played pretty well. I heard Van Der Esch's name a few times. Glad to see that he's alive. That is good news to see that he is alive. Um, honestly, it's just like it's getting Dak. Like they fell apart once Dak kind of got her, and then that ugly hit from on uh, what's his name, uh, Andy Dalton. It's just. I don't really know what else to say. It's kind of just unfortunate what's going on for the Cowboys. But I, there's really no need to bash too much. It's, it's an unfortunate season. A very boring game. Very boring game. Yeah. And the Eagles are now remaining in first place. Um, You know, Will, at, at this point in the season, there is a chance that the Eagles could win the division at 4-11-1. Like, there, it's a possibility. That they went at that's, four eleven and one. They they, they would host a playoff game at four eleven and one. I want to see that happen. I would enjoy that. They might win a playoff. I game mean, if, if they if they get healthy, like you know the last gonna... you know the last team to win their division and win a playoff game under five hundred. You know who it was? Who was it? The two thousand eleven Seattle Seahawks. That was the game that Marshawn Lynch. It was against the Saints. Where oh, he like ran like, yeah, it was Beastquake. He ran like 70 yards and then grabbed his nuts at the end of it. That was sick. <laughs> that was that was a highlight in my franchise history when we went seven and nine. <laughs> it's a good that was a good game though. Another one of the Saints game. fallout games, as we see. We see them a lot. Yep. Um, we have our Monday night game. It has not started yet. Bucks, Giants. Um, and the Buccaneers are gonna win it by like a lot. Probably. Um, Griff, 
do you want to give we kind of gave our fantasy fantasy breakdown throughout uh this episode so far in nfl segment but if you want to give your team a quick shout out whatever you want to do yep i'm gonna run down my game um i won by 40 this week uh against my boy chris he's two and five one of the worst teams in the league sorry um he has ronald jones playing tonight but he's not going to drop 50 so that's not happening uh russell wilson had 30 Kamara had 25 deandre swift what are you doing with your life he had 5.3 aj brown bounced back marquise brown didn't did you see marquise brown was pissed yeah i did see that he tweeted out forgot to say something something like uh you got all these soldiers but you aren't using them or something like that he's pissed So he's going to get more reps, which is good for me. Travis Kelsey at 25. Um, I had Miko Hartman on the bench this week. He had 22. Uh, Marvin – or is that Marvin? No, Michael. Michael Bagley, the our beloved Chargers kicker. I don't know why I have two oh. kickers on my team, but he had 15 off my bench. So I'm going to drop him because I still have Justin Tucker. But yeah, overall good win. We're back up to six and one, tied for first in standings with no one else but Will. Will break down your game. All right, so I'm currently winning ninety nine point sixty six to seventy point seventy six. Um, I am playing playing uh, Scotty Miller right now, pretty much down. Oh, he's down one. twenty points. I hopefully Scotty Miller does not have an insane game. So I hope. Three. He already has about three points. Um, he's projected. I'm projected to win 99.7. We'll round up to 80.5. So hopefully that's what happens. Um, a kind of a sad week for Josh Allen with only 12 points. Melvin Gordon showed up at the end of the game with some receptions, giving me 10. AP did nothing. Tyree Kill was my team's leading scorer with two touchdowns, 98 yards, four receptions. Tyler Lockett did not have the best week, but the win for their team. That's all that matters for them. Mm-hmm. Darren Waller kind of did almost what I expected. Maybe a little underperformance. Okay. With a Zach Pascal kind of underperformed for me where I had some mistakes putting in and pretty Wait. much my, my three leading scorers <laughs> on the team were the special teams. No, and no. And they're on the bench. Scorers on the team were on the bench this week. <laughs> yeah. And, like when you hear my three leading scores, like it makes no sense at all why they played well. <laughs> break them down, but, break them down. So, well, before we break those guys down, we had Pittsburgh with 13 and maybe the best kicker in the league, maybe the best kicker, Will Lutz with 13 points. He just, it, it, it's just, he's automatic. That's all I have to say. Sam, um, okay. Even though we missed one. <laughs> he, even though we missed one. That was just like first one out of like 30, I think he missed in a row. Um, Okay, Marvin Jones has done absolutely nothing all season long. Today, he decided to, well, yesterday, he decided to drop 18.9 points. Curtis Samuel has done absolutely nothing all year long, decided to drop 21 points on Thursday. And uh-huh. Hayden Hurst, I mean, I just thought I, he's like, he's my backup. So I wasn't expecting anything from him. And then I knew I should have started Herbert. You have a QB battle on your fantasy team. Yeah, that's not good because I don't have a QB right now. That, that's what that means. Depending Herbert's going to get this LA plays next week. You might have to start him over Jalen playing the Seahawks. Their defense is pretty or, good. Believe it or not. I believe I am going to start. He plays the, he plays the Raiders. And I think he might have a better game than Josh Allen against Seattle's defense. 
Crazy you're saying that because they're ranked 31st, but they look damn good yesterday. Well, see, the issue is uh, I think it's the Buffalo offense. I'm going to have to agree with you 100%. They, 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 they can't just like find fell it. off. Yeah. So Justin Herbert will probably get the start for me next week. And hopefully Marvin Jones gets traded because if he can put up those numbers, that really helps out my flex position. Cause that's like, honestly flex and the running backs are what killing me is what is killing me right now. And the good thing is I have Pittsburgh defense for the rest of the season. So that's a solid yeah, 10 point. So, probably yeah. That's per like game. at least 10 or at least kicker, I'd say at least seven. Yeah, my kicker gets at least 10 points a game, too, and he already had his bye, so that's always nice. Wait, you have – oh, yeah, you do have – oh, I'm so – all right. I don't know why I thought this said Philly's defense, but, yeah, you do have Pittsburgh's defense. So that was our uh, weekly fantasy wrap-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we are going to get into our power rankings. Usually we do a top five, but, Will, I decided to do a top seven. I don't know why. I literally have no clue. After seven, I was like, you know what? These guys kind of suck. <laughs> I said we started off. I said we started off at seven. You were seven. Are you with mm-hmm. that one? Well, well, we we actually uh, to correct you, it it's a little split up, but we do have ten. Oh no, you're right. You know what? <laughs> I did it earlier. We do have ten. <laughs> oh, you know why we have ten? Because I'm gonna start it at ten because it, it went down to the Colts. <laughs> Colts are at ten, and I think they yeah. should be higher. I do too. That was a good win this week for them. I mean, it was against the Lions, but yeah. Hey, another team that I think should higher. be higher. Another team that I think should be higher is at number nine. I think the Cardinals should be higher as well. And I think I the too. Bills should fall, who are at eight. And I just blasted off the first three, but I think the Bills should be 10. And well, I, if, I agree. 100% if you're okay with, with me you. saying number seven as well, because I'm kind of going on a rampage right now, can I say number just seven go for as it. well? Just go for it. I think. It's the Saints. I think the Saints should be nine. I think it should go Bills 10, Saints 9, Colts 7, wait, Colts 8, and then Cardinals 7. Mm-hmm. And then the rest makes sense to me, if you want to talk yeah. about the rest. Uh, the rest, we have Steelers 1, Chiefs 2, Seahawks 3, Bucks 4, and then did we? Did you say Ravens and Packers already? I have not said Ravens and Packers Okay, yet. so we have Ravens at 5, Packers 6, and then Saints at 7. Um, I think Saints are kind of kind of belong there. I think Ravens, as I said, like two weeks ago, they need to start going down closer to the bottom uh-huh. of the top ten uh, with the Bills. So I might go like Bills, Ravens, and then if just just for namesake, we'll just move those up and then say Colts, Cardinals, and and so on. Uh, team that missed out this week, the Titans. There, I believe they were at eleven. So makes sense. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it was kind of interesting. Uh, shout out to the Patriots for being, like, 23. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Uh, um, wait, actually, so- you know what I'm going to do, Will? I'm literally going 32 to next. Uh, oh, so- I was going to break some news before we continue. you have breaking news? I do have breaking news. All right, then. I'm not going to break down any teams. I'm already off. Let's hear it. NFL is reportedly considering an expanded 16-team postseason in the event that regular season games are lost due to COVID-19. 16 teams? Mm-hmm. 16 teams as in top eight from AFC, top eight from NFC, or top 16? Um, 16-team postseason 
an expanded 16-team postseason. There's no literal details of what that might entail as a as I'm seeing right now. Uh-huh. Um it is so a maybe rumor, but I think what they do yeah, is they a, keep a, in the each, same a in each conference a in each conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll keep the same thing. They have their winners of the uh oh. division and then the rest are wild cards, I guess. You so I, I I I got I got the format right here. So one plays eight. Two plays seven, three plays six, and four plays five. So it's, it's like I the guess four makes versus sense. the five matchup. That will be mm-hmm. insane. Maybe. 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 It's usually but, supposed to be. Never is. It could be this year. There's a lot of there's a lot of those teams, like as you see in the power rankings right now. A lot of teams are like Because usually like four versus five is like that where it's the NFC East versus the best the second best team and like say the NFC West, like last year was the Eagles versus the Seahawks and we killed them, even though it was in Philly. So maybe this year it'll be a little bit more interesting. Well, actually, no, it won't be because it'll be the Eagles again. (laughs) That's good breaking news. Good job, Will. Thank you. Um, I say on that note, I think we should mm-hmm. wrap, wrap things wrap up. It up. Uh, uh, shout out to the socials as always. Uh, we got inside the five pod, five being the number. Um, excuse me, inside the five pod, five being the number on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Inside the five on YouTube. Um, what else do we have? That's about it for our socials. Um, shout out to who should we shout out? Pick, pick a name, any name. Mm. Should we shout out this week? Um, I say we shout out. I say shout out DK this week. Uh, well shout, out DK. shout out DK. Uh, beautiful day. Um, DK is amazing. Maybe the next Megatron. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Um, Seahawks winning next week, Pats losing next week. Uh, I hope everybody has a beautiful weekend and we'll see you guys on Friday. Yeah, we'll see you guys on Friday. All right, peace. She says she feeling nice. 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 Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.